I want winners. Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score on the line is the host of You Better You Bet. Odyssey Sports betting insider Nick Costos. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Nick Costos' analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. And Nick joins us now on the Signature Bank Score Hotline, Signature Bank making commercial banking personal. Nick, good morning. How are you? Malene Hall, what's going on, guys? Great to be on with you today. Well, I, you know, I got to tell you, the, to me, the big question is obviously with, uh, uh, with the quarterback, with, uh, with the, uh, the only non-rookie quarterback, uh, non-rookie contract quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, uh, his ankle, high ankle sprain. No, it's miraculously healed. Look at him uh, running off the stage. He's practiced fully. Everything's fine. I, uh, you know, the high ankle sprain is, it, that is a, a, a red flag. And this line, you get whiplash trying to follow how quickly this line's going from one side to the other. Sure. Yeah. And I can kind of like break it down for everybody here where like the line has been moving, but like we're, we're moving basically under three on both sides. So in a game that with a total that I expect to go up as like people have optimism about Mahomes's you know, mobility in this game to a degree with the high ankle sprain, like we're basically just like saying like pick the winner of the game on either side. Like Cincinnati minus two and a half is notable because it's close to three but, like, never got to three. Like, we never got to Cincinnati minus three. It's never going to go to Kansas City minus three. So we're going to operate in the zone where it's basically going to be, like, pick the winner of the game. Like, which team do you think is going to win? Like, yes, it's possible that a game could land on one or two, but a lot more likely in a game that's expected to be lower scoring than, than a game like this one. So, like, Kansas City sitting as a one-point favorite right now, and, and I think that that makes sense, right, given what we saw yesterday. And I, I think, and I, of course I could be wrong about this because I don't know this for a fact, it is my sense that we are going to get, like, we have we have the end of our information now about Patrick Mahomes for this weekend. So Mahomes, like you said, practiced yesterday, right, in full. No walking boot, participated in the walkthrough, no injury status, no limited designation. So this is how I'm thinking about it, and I would encourage you guys and the listeners to think this as well. If Patrick Mahomes practiced in full yesterday on Wednesday and is, like, not taking any contact, why wouldn't he practice in full today? Right? That's, that's the expectation, right? Practice in full yesterday. Practice in full today. And then, in turn, why wouldn't he practice in full tomorrow? So if I'm thinking like this, I would imagine that other betters, other people, are thinking the same way. I think we are likely done with the Patrick Mahomes information. I think this is what we've got. This is the information we've got. So I think we're going to hang out in this range where Kansas City will likely be favored in the game. Kansas City will be favored by less than three. Now, the question is, are people going to bet Kansas City – with this optimism about Mahomes and like push this number up a little bit more and push the money line price up a little bit more. So I've done a couple interviews, guys, before I came on with you, and the price is literally moving like this morning as I'm doing these interviews. So Kansas City is now up to minus 115 on the money line. So my advice to people would be if you like the Chiefs, I think the time to bet them is now. I think that this number will only go up. It's not going to go up a ton, but like, especially if you just want to bet Kansas City to win the game, the money line price is likely to go up, right? So I think if you like KC, I would bet it now. Also, 
if Patrick Mahomes is going to be, like, reasonably good to go, like, he's not going to be able to have, like, the Houdini escape ability that he normally has with the high ankle sprain, but if he's going to be, like, good to be able to score some points in this game, the total is going to go up. It's 47 and a half. Like, doesn't that number feel low in a game with Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and Joe Burrow? So, mm-hmm. I would say, again, if you like KC, I would not wait. I would look to bet it sooner rather than later. And if you like the over, I would also look to bet that sooner rather than later because I think Kansas City getting bet up and the total getting bet up are correlated. Oh, Prop King, forgive thee for not having background music that usually accompanies these questions in your presence. But dost thou have any advice for prop bets? Well, on the Bengals and the Chiefs. Well, David, it would be doth thou. And, uh, and oh. yes, we will oh. we will save you from Thank thy you. royal guillotine for not playing thy royal trumpets for me, for thy royal <laughs> prop king. Uh, for this game, like, let me see what we've got here. Uh, I just want to make sure I give the right number out. Kadarius Tony is the player that I really like for Kansas City. We played his over last week. He went over. He was the first-round pick of the Giants a couple years ago, fell out of favor with the new coaching staff, traded to Kansas City um, towards the trade deadline. 35-and-a-half is Kadarius Tony's receiving yards prop. I will definitely play it over there on Tony where he's like, he's not Tyree Kill, but he's not like terribly far off. And I know that sounds like an insane comparison. I'm not saying he's going to be like the best receiver in football, but the skill set is there. He's being like, like assimilated more into the offense. And if Mahomes is not going to be able to move the way that like we think he's going to be able to or has in the past, like Andy Reid knows that. They're going to devise a game plan that gets the ball out of Mahomes' hands a little quicker, obviously, right? That may be, be more screens, bubble screens, etc. And like Kadarius Tony is your guy that can rip off big runs and break tackles. Tony over 35 and a half receiving yards is probably my favorite prop in the Chiefs-Bengals game. Yeah, I, I'm curious when you start talking about uh, the the NFC Championship game, you know, there, it's it's interesting to think of, you know, I don't know, how, how, you, how you use Miles Sanders or uh, Gainwell or Boston Scott. What, what are the – what are the Eagles going to do to attack that defense and take a little pressure off of uh, – off of Jalen Hurts, who played great the other day, looks good, but, you know, we know he's got a separated shoulder. Yeah, didn't have to do much also, Jalen Hurts, against yeah. my Giants last week because didn't provide a ton of resistance, which sucked as uh, for me as a Giants fan. Um, Philadelphia ran the ball all over the Giants on Saturday night. They are not going – and I'm not saying they can't have success running the ball. They are not going to do that against San Francisco. Like, that, it is just not going to happen. The way to beat the San Francisco defense is through the air. Like, you can bomb this secondary deep. We've seen teams do it over the course of the season, even though Dak played so bad on Sunday. But there were opportunities for Dak to beat them down the field, and he didn't. So I think, like, that's Philadelphia's avenue here is throwing the football. On the flip side, conversely, and this is just like – and we can talk about the number of the game in a second. Just like the on-field handicap offense versus – defense where you know the Giants were never going to be able to attack Philadelphia on the perimeter right because of their two outstanding uh, boundary cornerbacks James Bradbury and Darius Slay the Giants kind of lack the offensive personnel to hit Philadelphia where it hurts over the middle where Howie Roseman the GM is a great team builder guys but doesn't care about like safeties and off-ball linebackers covering tight ends etc running backs coming out of the backfield San Francisco's got that in spades so like maybe this isn't a big game for Brandon Ayuk operating on the outside potentially maybe against Darius Slay but why can't like George Kittle and Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey all have success for San Francisco over the middle of the field? So 
I, I think we could get more points scored than expected. If people think Jalen Hurts' arm is good here and he can throw the football, like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith should torch this defense down the field. And conversely, like Brock Purdy, I think, can make low percentage or high percentage throws, like low dot average depth of target, where these guys can get the ball after the catch over the middle of the field. I kind of like both offenses in this game. I lean towards the over a little bit. Now, as far as the point spread goes, if you like Philadelphia, I, I think that you should probably play the sooner rather than later. The Eagles are going to go to minus three, it looks like. They're a juiced minus two and a half, so like very close to getting to three. And this can be like the last thing. I don't think like there's any information that's going to come out on San Francisco that's going to cause people to be like, well, now I have to bet the Niners. What am I talking about? So Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, and Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell's the least important. Debo and McCaffrey both don't practice yesterday on Wednesday. But Kyle Shanahan tells the media both are playing on Sunday. Debo Samuel himself tells reporters yesterday, I am playing on Sunday. So let's just say, right, today at practice, Debo and McCaffrey and Mitchell all practice in full. They're all going to play in the game. Do we think that that's going to cause like a frenzy where people are going to bet San Francisco? I, I don't think so, only because like we all, like that's the assumption already is that they're going to play in the game. So I think if you like San Francisco, I think you can wait a little bit. Maybe you get a plus three, which is a much more advantageous number. And if you like the Eagles, I don't think this goes down from here. I think it's going to be two and a half or three. I think it will go up to three at some point. So maybe the time is now to bet Philadelphia and lay the two and a half as opposed to having to lay a minus three. Great stuff, Nick. Appreciate it. You guys got it. Wishing you guys and all your Thanks, great King. listeners minimal sweats, sweaty bets. Thou are welcome. And the absolute <laughs> very best of luck. That is Nick Costos. And, of course, he's the host of You Better, You Bet and Odyssey Betting Sports Insider. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on BetMGM. We're going to come back with David Sampson. We're going to talk some uh, baseball. We're going to find out what options, if any, do the White Sox have. Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 the score.